Welcome to the Pastor Philip Butcher Podcast. Pastor Philip is an anointed teacher of the word and a healing evangelist. He's a pastor and founder of Livingstone's Family Church, a vibrant church transforming the lives of many people across the world. Be blessed as you listen to this message. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you so much for your love. Thank you for your favor, your mercies, your goodness. We pray in Jesus' name that you bless us. We pray in Jesus' name that you touch us. We pray in Jesus' name that you be with us. Lord, speak to us. Cleanse us by your word. Renew us, O oh God. Revive us, O oh God. In Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen. You want to give the Lord a mighty clap, offering As you take your seats, hallelujah. Turn to someone, tell the person, I celebrate you. Tell another person, I celebrate you. Tell someone that welcome into the house of the Lord. Amen. I believe that today is a great day. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that this is the day that the Lord has made, and therefore we ought to rejoice and be glad in it. The psalmist also said that, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go what into the house of the Lord. So it's always a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. It's always a blessing to be in the presence of God and to gather together with the saints. Amen. There's something about the word of God. Sorry, there's something about the presence of God. There's something about coming to church. Anytime you come to church, one of the things that happens to you is that it's like having, it's like having, you come to church, it's like having a spiritual bath. Hallelujah. You realize that anytime you have, a, you have your bath, you feel refreshed, isn't it? You know, it's in the bathroom that people even get ideas. When you're under the shower, you know, the water has a refreshing, revitalizing, rejuvenating, reinvigorating effect on you. (laughs) Am I not speaking the truth? You know, it, it has that kind of effect on you. So it's the same thing with coming into the presence of God. When you come into the presence of God, the Bible tells us that we are washed by the washing of the water in the word. So the word of God, the teaching of God's word is also like having, it's also when you sit under the ministry of the word of God, what happens is that you are also washed by the water in the word. And so that same effect you have on you, that same effect you feel in your body when you have a physical bath, that's the same effect you feel in your spirit when you have a spiritual bath by coming into the presence of God. Amen. Amen. So it's important to appreciate that, you know, that parallel between the natural bath and the spiritual bath. How many people are ready to receive a spiritual bath? How many people are ready to be reinvigorated? How many people are ready to be refreshed and revived and renewed? Hallelujah. So that is a blessing of coming into the presence of God, coming into church, coming to church. Amen. Today we want to we this month we're learning about amazing things. Hallelujah. That's a theme for the, the month. Amazing things. God has done amazing things for us. And uh, let me quickly read through the book of Psalms before I go into the word of the Lord for today. Psalm 126, that's our scripture for the month of March. The, this month, God is doing amazing things. Is there anyone here that God is doing amazing things in your life? Yeah. You know, all around, God is doing amazing things. Hallelujah. I mean, we've, we've had numerous testimonies uh, of God doing amazing things in the lives of his people, and the amazing things keep on happening. Amen. This week, by the grace of God, two, two of our members... Um, have delivered bouncing baby boys. Isn't that wonderful? Is it wonderful? Hallelujah. 
bouncing baby boys. Amen. And let me share this testimony also. Initially, I didn't want to share it, but I was still share it because it's to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Now, one of our members also, by the grace of God, God, God has blessed a person, the, 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 one of our members. And I'm sharing it because it brings glory to God. Amen. Amen. And as it brings glory to God, like I told you people the other, I told you people the other day that when you hear somebody's testimony, uh, and aside of tapping, you shouldn't envy, isn't it? Yes. But you know what? You should just know that you are in line for the miracle. You remember I told you that when you go for a wedding and there's a buffet and you are in the queue, by all means, that you, the queue, by all means, somebody will be ahead of you, isn't it? And when someone is ahead of you, sometimes, you know, because you're in the queue, you may not see what food, the dishes that are on the table, isn't it? Because you are in the queue. But when somebody has taken the food and the person is going to his table and you turn your head and you look at the person's plate, you can guess the food that is on the table, isn't it? And when you look at the person's plate, what happens is that now, because you are in the queue, when you look at the person's plate, you don't begin to envy the person, isn't it? But what happens to you are, you, your anticipation increases. It's like as a person is working with the food and you are, you are looking at a the person, then you begin to salivate. <laughs> because you see the banquet and tilapia and say, Hey, katoyaba yaba. Or you see the banku and okro. Isn't it? Yeah. Or you see the you see the what? <laughs> Hallelujah. So you just you are you so you know that you are what? Next in line. You are next in line. Amen. Amen. So this week um, one of our so it, I think it happened exactly it happened about three weeks ago. One of our members he was speaking to his boss. He, he was speaking to his boss, and then the boss out of the blue, the boss told him that, oh, he has bought two houses and that the person should pick one. <laughs> he told him that he has bought two houses and the pe- that was three, the person to, should pick one. And, and so the person picked one and listen, yesterday the person moved into the house. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yesterday, the person moved into the house. And, and can I tell you something? The house is located in Prime East Legon. <laughs> is somebody next in line for the miracle? You know, you know, when I when I heard the testimony, I was so excited. You know why I was excited? Because I was excited because I've heard of these testimonies. I'm sure you've heard of sad testimonies. I've heard of sad testimonies, but I, I don't know somebody physically that the person has experienced such a testimony. Or I don't know someone that I, or let me rather put it, I don't know a church member. I've not had a church member who has experienced this kind of testimony. So for me to, for a church member to experience this testimony, it just makes you know that you are next in line for a miracle. Hallelujah. Tell to a person you are next in line for a miracle. Tell another person you are next in line for a miracle. Some people are not saying it like they are next in line for a miracle. Hallelujah. And, and I thank God so much because as a church, God has been good and gracious to us. You know, we've seen people, God has blessed people with cars. Amen. Amen. We've seen how people have been blessed with cars and all that. And I'm grateful to God 
I'm thankful to God that now God has moved us from the level of experiencing cars as blessings now to houses as blessings. Hallelujah. Amen. Of course, we have experienced lands as blessings also. I told you about the other day, one of the other day, one of our tree service members, she um, she had not met somebody for was it 20 years or 17 years? 17 years. She used to she used to stay with somebody, a family, family, and so they, at the time the person was just a baby boy. So she used to, in a way, take care of the baby boy. But for after maybe 20 years, I think it was 20 years, they've not been in touch. And then I think a month and a half ago, she met the guy. And now the guy is all grown up. He's still a young, he's a young man and he's a businessman and he sells lands. So uh, when they met, he told her that, oh, you should meet her the next day. And he gave her 1,000 Ghana cities for transports. And he told her that, he told, he told her that oh, you should meet her the next day again at a, a certain, the Kaswa, I think the Kaswa toll, the Kaswa toll booth. So, so the next day she was, the woman was there at the time that they were to meet. But the man himself didn't come. The young man didn't come. He sent one of his workers. So the worker got there was like, oh, my boss said I should meet you and all that. And he said, okay, so let's come. Let, let's go. So he took her to a place and then uh, he, he, he showed her. He was like, okay, so, so she, and all, all this while she didn't know what, what they were doing, what the man wanted to do. He didn't know. But of course, he said she should meet her. So the, the, the worker took the woman and then they went to a place where lands are being sold. Actually, so what happened was that the man was now into selling, the young man now into selling land. So the, the worker told the woman that, okay, so my boss says that from here to here to here to here is your land. I should give it, we should give it to you. <laughs> uh, Some people are not clapping like they, they are believing God for the miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. And then there's another testimony also. You know, I'm just realizing that. Can I tell you now? These are, I'm showing you three testimonies this year that are related to London. So the first testimony, three to that, no, the first one was actually um, one of our, she was also one of the tree service women. And she said that many of you know her, so I would say she's like a queen mother. So she said that one day the, um, some of the royal people from La Paz and other places and all came to see her. She gave her testimony in church at Achimota. Came to see her that um, where she's staying, she's a queen mother and where she's staying is not good. So they, are, they, have, they, have, they have built and they are preparing a house for her at, um, at Taifa. And that they, she should get ready to move into that house. <laughs> so that was the first miracle. Then the second miracle was the land also. I'm talking in church. It was the land. And then the third miracle is another house. Yeah. Are you in line for a miracle? Is somebody in line for the miracle? <laughs> receive yours in Jesus' name. I said receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. It shall happen in the name of Jesus. I declare that you shall own lands in Jesus' name. You shall own houses in Jesus' name. People shall build houses and give it to you in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a mighty clap of praise. See, it's a true test. These are true testimonies. 
These are not fabricated testimonies. These are real life testimonies. Amen. God is doing amazing things. And I see God doing amazing things in your life also. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go into the word of the Lord. Psalm 126, that's our scripture for, for the month of March. Psalm 126, um, let me use the King James. It says that when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. That means that from this scripture, we can see that the Zion represents the people of God, isn't it? And the Bible is saying that the people of God found themselves in captivity. However, even though they found themselves in captivity, the Bible says that the Lord turned around their captivity so much so that it was like a dream for them and a dream to them. Amen. And so I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters, that no matter the captivity you find yourself, no matter the trouble you find yourself, no matter the trial you find yourself, let me tell you something that God is able to turn it around in Jesus' name. And in this month of March that God is doing amazing things, I see God turning around your captivity in Jesus' name. I see God turning around your situation in Jesus' name. Oh, somebody is not saying amen. amen. Somebody is not receiving it. Are, are you receiving it? Amen. The prophecy you believe is a prophecy that will work for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You, you see... You must believe is is the same kind of prophesying I was doing, and somebody has received a land, has received house, someone has received a house. Is is the same kind of prophesying? So so receive it. Receive it. Hallelujah. The Lord just gave me a word for somebody. God is God is taking care of your rent in Jesus' name. Amen. You you not be afraid of landlord in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So it says that the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. We were like them that dream. May God turn around your situation in Jesus' name. May God take you to another level in Jesus' name. May God do something for you that will be like a dream to you. I want you to just, just for the next 30 seconds, just begin to think that, ah, what will God do in my life that will be like a dream to me? The next 30 seconds, just meditate upon it. That look in your life and ask yourself that, ah, what is it that God will do in my life right now? That I can say that no, this thing that God has done, it is like a dream. It is like a dream. Just think about it right now. 30 seconds. If God does this in my life, then I can say that it is like a dream. Wow. As you are thinking about it and meditating upon it, that if God does this, it will be like a dream. I want you to now begin to thank God for it. I want you right now to begin to thank God that God has let that dream come to pass. That God has done it for you. That it is like a dream. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Can I prophesy into your life? God has ushered you to your dreamland. What will happen in your life, it will be like a dream. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It shall be like a dream. Verse 2 says that then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. You know, then was our mouth filled with laughter. What God did for them, it was so amazing that their mouths were filled with laughter and their tongue was singing. And look at them, the interesting thing. It says that then said they among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. So there are things that God will do for you. Even your enemies will say that, wow, God has done a great thing for you. Is anybody here that, have, that has enemies? Do you know that you have enemies? Yeah. You know, sometimes people think that they don't have enemies. And let me tell you something. You have physical enemies also. Do you know that? 
The Bible says that a man's enemy shall be the people of his own house. That means that your uh, people of your own house, your family, uh, sometimes it can be your close friend. It can be your, your you know, sometimes uh, it's, sometimes it's, it's somebody, his, his, his best man is his enemy. His best man is the one that wants to take away his wife. Hey! Say, help me, Jesus. Somebody's maid of honor is the one that wants to take away her husband. You get me? It's the same thing. Jesus also emphasized by his putting in another way that a man's enemies shall be the people of his own household. Hallelujah. So you have physical enemies. I've told you put the story. Let me share it again. There was a woman that every time she gets pregnant, then she has miscarriage. So one day her, her, her Christian sister, her, praying, her prayer partner, told her that there's a certain church they do deliverance. So let's go to that. So now what usually happens is that so when, she has, when she's pregnant and it gets to a certain man, she'll have a dream. And in the dream, she'll see like a cow chasing her. And then as soon as she wakes up out of the dream, she would have had miscarriage. So one day her, her prayer partner, her sister, her Christian sister, who was also a prayer partner, told her that, let's go to this church. I think that you can get your deliverance when you go to this church. So she took, they went to that church. When they went to the church, after the service, then the two of, they didn't minister to the woman anyway, but the two of them were going. So they were walking, let's say they were walking outside. As they were walking away from the church, then the pastor called the prayer partner, called them, was like, come, come. And when she came, then the pastor told her that she should stop the thing that she's doing. The pastor told her she should, she should stop the thing that she's doing. And then she told the pastor that, yes, please. <laughs> now, that night, that night, the woman had a dream again. And in, in the dream, she saw the cow chasing her again. But as she saw the cow chasing her again, this time around, she, as the cow was chasing her, a stone appeared from nowhere. A living stone yeah. appeared from nowhere and, and hit, hit the cow. And in the dream, the cow died. The next morning, that her prayer partner was dead. That her Christian sister, who was also her prayer partner, who also told her that she should go to that church for deliverance. And they went to that church for deliverance and the pastor wondered that stop the thing that you are doing. She didn't stop the thing that she was doing. She appeared as a cow in the dream of the woman again to, to cause the woman to miscarry. She died. <laughs> may God kill your enemies in Jesus name. Whatever your enemies are planning for you mate, come on them in Jesus name. So he says in verse 2 that the, then your enemies will, will say, the heathen, which are in a way like your enemies, say that the Lord has done great things for them. It's amazing when even your enemies, you know, your enemies will not want to acknowledge that God has done great things for you, isn't it? You know, your enemies, they want you to be poor, but when they see you are rich, do not say it's, but the blessing, the, you see, but the blessing will be too loud. 
that they have no option than to say it. The, the blessing go loud. It go worry the neighbors. <laughs> Amen. Tell, tell the person, tell the person, God no go shame us. Tell somebody, God no go shame me. The blessing go loud. It go worry the neighbors. Hallelujah. It go worry the neighbors. He says that, verse 3 says that the Lord has done great things for us, whereof we are glad. New Living Translation says that, yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. Amen. May God do amazing things for you that will bring you great joy. May God do amazing things for you that will be like a dream to you. May God do amazing things for you that will be a great surprise to you. If you are ready for that surprise, say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Say, I receive surprises. Say, this week I receive surprises. Hallelujah. I was in Kumasi last, um, over the weekend. I came back yesterday. And um, when I ministered in the Kumasi church, I, I made them, when I ministered in Kumasi, one of the members came to testify. And she said that um, a, a family member, a family member had diabetes and had breast cancer. A family member had been diagnosed of diabetes and breast cancer. And she went to pray for the family member. Amen. And when she went to pray for the family member, when she went to pray, and then as she was praying, she, when she went to pray for the family, she said that uh, she, she, this was, she said that the God of Pastor Felibaja Can I tell you something? This, this happened a, a few weeks a few weeks back. She was giving her testimony. By the grace of God, the diabetes, the, can, the breast cancer have disappeared. You see, it may look like it's not, it, it may look like a joke, but it's not a joke. Oh. Amen. It's, it's not a joke. Tell the person, tell the person it's not a joke. It's, it's raw healing. Hallelujah. I told you people about one of the one of the members in Achimota, one of the Nigerian brothers in Achimota. You know, he went to Nigeria and then when he was coming back, he came back with, with his brother. And uh, he got a job for the brother at a factory at, at the Achimota area. And the brother uh, fell from like the top floor to the ground. And when he fell from the top floor to the ground, instantly he got unconscious. I will not say that he died because there, there was no doctor around to diagnose. But bottom line, he became lifeless. He became unconscious. Like, there was no life in the person. He was unconscious. So when the guy came, when the, the church member, the church member came, I'd prayed, for, I'd prayed for him. So I'd prayed over a towel or a handkerchief, a towel handkerchief, and given it to him. He said that he took the towel handkerchief and he put it on the body of his brother, the face of his brother. As soon as he put it on the face of his brother, the brother jerked back to life. Wow. <laughs> hey. Amen. Amen. I'll let him share his testimony. As in he has shared it in Achimota. You guys remind me, I want him to record it. See, these are, these are the Bible says that we have not followed cunningly devised fables. When we made known unto you the mystery and power of our Lord Jesus Christ. So these are not, these are not, 
cunningly devised fables or stories. These are real life stories. Hallelujah. And I pray that you yourself, you shall experience some in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 3 says that, yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. May God do amazing things in your life in Jesus' name. May God do something in your life that will bring you great joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, another testimony. I, I, just, I just got that testimony today. There was somebody that, when I went to Kumasi, I, I, I prayed over anointing oil. and gave, I asked them to bring anointing oil. prayed over it. There was a brother that said that his, his laptop was faulty. It has been faulty for a while. He went to put the anointing oil on the laptop. The, anoint, the laptop is now working. <laughs> Hallelujah. The, the, the laptop is now working. Do, do you believe in miracles? No, if the anointing can heal sick bodies, don't you think that the anointing can heal gadgets also? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. May God do amazing things for you. I'm, listen, I'm excited. I'm excited at what God is doing. And I'm excited because, like I told you earlier on, it just shows that we are what? We are next in line. It just shows that you are next in line. May you receive your miracle in, just, in Jesus' name. Tell the person next to you, tell the person, I'm next in line for a miracle. Tell another person, I'm next in line for a miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, so verse 3, Psalm 126, verse 3 says that, Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. Verse 4 says that, Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. And verse 5 says that, Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with their harvest. Amen. Now let me enter into, I'm now going to share the word of God for us today. All that I was saying was to whet your appetite for the word of God. Are you ready for God's word? I said, are you ready for God's word? I, I, I don't know who is... Uh, it's like I want to call a challenge. Like, somebody should just challenge that the person wants to see. Someone should... Oh, I don't know. You, you get what I'm saying? It's, maybe when we finish the service, we'll go offline and somebody should just give a challenge that and I'll pray and we'll see <laughs> amen so you after that you get get your challenge with anybody you want to you want to challenge and see that uh, is the power of God real is so, <laughs> amen you want to challenge and see whether is the power of God real maybe in the area of healing or in the area of um, finances Get your challenge. Is there somebody ready to, for, for the challenge? <laughs> Is somebody ready for the challenge? <laughs> I'm also ready. Let me, uh, let me share this last testimony, then I'll go into the word of the Lord. Last year, we had a program at the East Legon branch. Um, it was night of night of worship and healing. I've shared it before, I'll share it again. Night of worship and healing. And then a lady came. That was the first time she was coming for the service. She came from the Soul Hills branch. She came and so that was the first time she was coming for the service. And so that was the first time she was also seeing me. 
or getting to know me, meeting me. I, we didn't talk like that, but she saw me preaching. When she came, this was what she said, according to her testimony, this is what she told herself. She said that if the man is a true prophet, he should speak about my situation. That was what she said. Now, her situation was sad. Her situation was that she had, she was suffering from a condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's called PCOS. How many of you know about, how many of you know PCOS? Polycystic ovarian syndrome. And that situation was sad that she was a lady, she was not having her period. And um, from 2018, this miracle took place in 2022, from 2018 to 2022, four years, she had not had her period. When she went to the hospital and she was diagnosed, they told her that was her condition. PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. And she had, she had been to many hospitals and she had been to um, many, uh, she had been using, taking many drugs, many herbal products and all that. Still no, no, no change. And the doctors had told her that it's an incurable condition. So as of now, all she can do is to, she could do was to manage the situation. And every time, every month she has serious pains and she has dizziness and to be like she's collapsing and all that. And I think that from her testimony also, is that every month she had to be spending um, her bills on medication comes to like thousand Ghana cities. Now, when she came to the service, her first time coming for a Livingstone meeting, this was what she said, that if the man is a, is a true prophet of God, he should speak about her condition. Now, interestingly, that day, my message that day was the woman with the issue of blood. <laughs> that, that was my sermon for that day. And after I called people who were, who were sick to come forward, because it was a night of worship and healing, called people who were sick to come forward. So she came forward. A number of people came forward. And I prayed for those who came forward. And as I was praying for her, I didn't know all this. It was later she shared it. But as I was praying for her, I, I spoke about her condition. <laughs> now, brothers and sisters, after, she says that after the meeting, so all this testimony, she told, she was invited by someone, she told the person, and the person who told me. And later, I got to meet her. Now, after the service, her period started flowing. Four years that she had not had her period after, after the service, her, 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 her menses started coming. And after that, she stopped taking the medications. And you know what I like about the testimony also is that, you see, she went back to the doctor again the doctor that diagnosed her with the PCOS and the doctor that said that it is incurable. She went back to the doctor again to be examined again. The doctor examined again, her again and the doctor said that the thing has disappeared. Oh, somebody is not clapping like it's an amazing thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is this not an amazing miracle? That's what I'm saying that put God to the test. Amen. At least we have Alonso is here. Alonso, you, you had a healing, isn't it? Alonso also had some major healing. So I'm saying put God to the test. 
If I be a prophet of God, the woman said that if he's a genuine prophet, by God's grace, we are not faking it. Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of him. Now, let me go into the word of the Lord. I believe that God wanted me to share these things for somebody. I don't know who it's for. Now, today I'm going to be talking to you about the word of God. Amen. The word of God. Someone say the word of God. Let's turn our Bibles to Psalm 107 verse 20. Psalm 107 verse 20. Look at what it says. It says that, I'm using the NLT. It says that, does he God, he sent out his word and healed them snatching them from the door of death. Wow. Somebody say wow. Today I'm talking about the word of God and I want to share with you how you can benefit from the word of God. And before I do that, I want to show you some benefits of the word of God. The Bible is in the Psalm 107 verse 20 that God sent out his word and when God sent out his word, what did the word do? The Bible says the word of God healed them. And the word of God also snatched them from the door of death. That means that they were, they were standing at the door of death. That means that number two things. So number one, they were sick. And this being sick also meant that they were standing at the door of death. Let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. Don't take sickness for granted. Sickness leads to death. That's why the Bible says that for which cause some are weak. The Bible says that for which cause some are weak and some have fallen ill and some are dead. He used falling asleep, but falling asleep is means that they are dead. So for which cause some are weak and some are ill and some have fallen asleep or some have died. It, do you know that it shows a progression? Someone say a progression. What is the progression? First of all, the person is, was feeling weak. That's why I don't take for granted feeling weak. You know, Oh, somebody goes that oh, the person is feeling weak. Master, feeling weak. And I've been telling that some people, they like it when they are feeling weak or when they are sick because they'll call their boss and say that they can't come to work. Or they'll be in the house and they'll lie down in there, they'll lie down and somebody will prepare light soup for them. So, so they, like to, they like to be sick so that when they are sick, they'll not do house chores. When they are sick, people will crawl them. When they are sick, they'll not go to work. Master, is sickness leads to weakness leads to sickness you know be so and sickness leads to death i was telling i don't know what i was telling people but there's a certain woman i'm here to i'm here to go and pray for her but you know what happened to her she she got down from a car and when she got down from a car accidentally her toe hit a stone as she was getting down her toe hit the stone now was like oh she's head using hot water uh, cream to do the thing do the thing it became serious it became serious it became serious it became serious listen right now the person's leg has been amputated the person's leg has been amputated and now that the person's leg has been amputated uh, right now they are saying that the other leg also the heel some issue is happening at the heel do you know what it means it means that the, the other heel also that some issue is happening at the heel. Just like the first one that the toe, some it was just as as the toe is hurting, the toe is hurting, the toe is hurting. Now the leg has been amputated. Now they said the heel, 
something is happening to the heel of the other leg it means that satan wants to increase the thing so that the other leg too will be amputated that's why i'm saying that don't take weakness for granted because weakness leads to what sickness and sickness leads to death do people not die of sickness yeah. but we thank god for the word of god something i thank god for the word of god this year I, I, one of our goals for this year is to read the bible from genesis to revelations as a fairness are you reading your bible Do you know why you have to read your Bible? There's something about the, the Bible, the Word of God, reading and meditating on God's Word. And that is the scripture I've shown you, Psalm 107, verse 20. It's, reading the Word of God will look simple, but look at what he says. He says that he sent his Word. And when God sent his Word, what did the Word of God do? The Word of God healed them. And the Word of God snatched them from the door of death. When you read God's Word, there's a certain healing that you get. When you read God's word, there's a certain deliverance that you get. Because the word of God is powerful. Amen. Let's read Hebrews 1 verse 3. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. It says that... Let me read King James first. It says that, Who be the brightness of his glory, talking about Jesus, and the express image of his person. Look at what it says. It says that, King James, And upholding all things by the word of his power or upholding all things by his powerful word so god upholds things by what his powerful word right now when you look at the earth look at the solar system do you know do you know what is holding the solar system in place is the word of god do you know what is holding the sea in place is the word of god do you know what keeps the sun and causes the do you know what causes the earth to rotate you may say it's gravitational force. It's true, it's gravitational force. Gravitational force, that's what science has, has given a term, but it's actually the word of God. Brothers and sisters, do you know what wakes you up in the morning? It's not your alarm that wakes you up in the morning. It's the word of God that wakes you up in the morning. Do you know what causes the sun to come out? What causes the sun to rise and the sun to set? What causes the winds to blow? It's the word of God. What causes the rain to fall? Is the word of God. What causes your body to work, all your body systems to function, is the word of God. The Bible says that God upholds all things by his powerful word. And so because God upholds all things by his powerful word, brothers and sisters, you too, you need to have the word of God. You, you need to continuously meditate on the word of God. Read God's word. Meditate on God's word. Amen hallelujah let's look at luke chapter 5 verse 5 luke chapter 5 verse 5 in this scripture jesus gave peter an assignment peter the bible tells us that peter had told all night and he had caught not, nothing peter was a fisherman he had told all night and he had caught nothing nothing and jesus came to peter and told peter let's read from verse 4 now when he had left speaking he said that jesus said unto simon launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draft launch out into your let me use nlt now jesus now when he had finished speaking he said to someone now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish amen look at verse 5 master simon replied we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing but if you say so i will let the nets down again amen 
King James says that uh, Simon said, Nevertheless, at thy word, at the word of God. Simon, Simon was an experienced fisherman. And usually the fishermen, they, they go for fishing in the night, isn't it? And Simon had worked all night and he didn't catch any fish. And they had come. And then Jesus tells Simon that you launch out again and let down your nets for a great catch. And Simon was like, oh, Jesus, I've worked the whole night. I didn't catch anything. You, at your word, I'll do it again. And about that, when Simon did it, you know, he caught a great harvest of fish. But it was at the word of God. So this is what happened. When God spoke the word, when Jesus spoke that word, it was like the word of God guided all the fish toward Peter, towards Peter's, Peter's boat. That is what God will do for you in Jesus' name. At the word of God, your blessings will gather towards you in Jesus' name. At the word of God, you receive your healing in Jesus' name. At the word of God, you receive your deliverance in Jesus' name. At the word of God, you receive prosperity in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody give the Lord a clap of him. So, how can you let the word of God work for you? That is my message for today. How you can let the word of God work for you. I've already shown you that the word of God is powerful. The word of God is powerful. We've seen that the word of God is able to bring healing, isn't it? And then we've also seen that the word of God is also able to bring prosperity because it brought a great harvest for Peter. It, it, it brought The word of God brought blessings into Peter's business. Today, may the word of God bring blessings in your business in Jesus' name. May the word of God bring blessings in your academics in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, how you can let the word of God work for you? We've seen that the word of God is powerful. We've seen that the word of God is able to bring healing. We've seen that the word of God is able to bring deliverance. But let me tell you something. The word, you must do certain things so that the word of God will work for you. All of you here, you possibly have phones. The phone can do a lot of things, isn't it? But you should be able to know how to use the phone. You should be able to unlock the phone and choose a certain app so that you can enjoy the benefits of the phone. You can have a car. Somebody can have a car, but if the person doesn't know how to drive, the person will not be able to enjoy the car, isn't it? May you learn how to drive in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So in the same way, the word of God is powerful. God upholds all things by his powerful word. But you need to know how to let the word of God work for you. And that is what I'm going to share with us today. Amen. Revelations 1 verse 3, using the King James. Revelations 1 verse 3. The Bible says that blessed is, he, blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. Amen. So in this scripture, we are seeing how we can let the word of God work for us. Look at what he's saying again. It says that blessed is he that readeth. So brothers and sisters, one of the ways by which you can let the word of God work for you is by reading it. Because he said that blessed, there's a certain blessing that you get when you read the word of God. When you wake up in the morning and you read the word of God. In the afternoon, you read the word of God. In the evening, you read the word of God. When you take your phone and you, you read, you read the, your phone uh, Bible, you read on the Bible on your phone, there's a certain blessing that you get. Can I tell you something, brothers and sisters? The blessing you get from reading the Bible is greater than the blessing you get from looking at people's status. I'll repeat that again. 
the blessing you get from reading the have you received any blessing from reading looking at people's status sometimes when you look at people's status now we are my show you know be so and sometimes you are you come under pressure when you read you look at people's status the best thing that people's status can do is to make you laugh when it's a meme but there's no benefit amen but the bible is saying that blessed is he that readeth. so instead of taking your phone to look at people's status take your phone and read the bible take your phone and read the holy scriptures take your phone and read revelations 1 verse 3 and as you are reading it you receive blessings amen so he says that blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy so is there's a certain blessing you get when you read the bible there's also a certain blessing you get when you listen to the word of god so what it means is that and please i want you to practice the things that i'm saying what it means is that there's a certain blessing you get when you listen when your ears these your physical ears are hearing the word of god so what you need to do is to be able to read out god's word are you with me learn to read out the word of god learn to read out the word of god so that your ears hear it so this is how you do it revelations 1 verse 3 blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy i'm reading it out so i can hear myself isn't it and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand so as you read it like that then you personalize it this is how you personalize it father as i'm reading your word thank you that i'm blessed in jesus name father as i'm reading i'm hearing your words thank you that i'm blessed in jesus name thank you lord that i keep those things which are written in your word thank you lord that as i keep those things which are written in your word thank you that i receive your blessings that is what you do. that's how you do it so when you do it like that you are hearing yourself and you are personalizing it and there's a blessing that is coming to you how many of you are going to do it as you go through the week and and develop that take that as a lifestyle that you read the word of god and you read it out you don't just read it so that you hear it in your heart and your mind but learn to read it out so that as you are reading it out your ears can hear it amen give the lord a clap offering the next thing you can do to reap the benefits in the word of god is from joshua 1 verse 8 let's turn our bible to the book of joshua chapter 1 verse 8 How many of you have been blessed? Hallelujah. May you receive your own house in Jesus' name. May you have your own car in Jesus' name. It shall happen. Turn to repentance, it shall happen. You yourself, you'll be surprised that you are driving your own car. Charlie your own car hallelujah a comfortable car an air-conditioned car a luxurious car a car that your friends will be asking that wow what a nice car not a popular major car Not a car. Have you seen a car before? Hallelujah. 
Alright, look at him. The next week, Joshua 1 verse 8. It says that this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Look at what it says. It says that for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. The scripture is teaching us that there's something you can do to make your way prosperous. There's something you can do to have good success. So in whatever, so it's making us see that in whatever in whatever field of endeavor you find yourself in, God wants you to prosper and God wants you to have good success. Can I tell you something? In your academics, God wants you to prosper and have good success. In your relationships, God wants you to prosper and have good success. God wants you to prosper in your relationship with your with authority, with with parents, with with your bosses, with your superiors. God wants you to prosper and have good success in your relationship with your friends and your colleagues, in your relationship with your juniors and your work colleagues and your mentees, in your relationship with your husband, your wife, your spouse, your beloved, God in your marriage, in your relationship, God wants you to prosper and have good success. Oh, I didn't hear the amen. You enjoy your marriage in Jesus' name. You, you, you'll be happy with your marriage in Jesus' name. God will sort things out in your marriage in Jesus' name. In your relationship. God, is, God will take away the stress. In their relationship. Hallelujah. Amen. You sing your song. You sing a song about your, your beloved. You give me joy. Down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul, you give me joy. Down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul, down deep in my soul. Some people don't understand. <laughs> Amen. But that is what you'll be telling your husband and your wife. That you bring me joy down deep in my soul. Amen. Hallelujah. People are tapping into the blessing. Are you tapping into the blessing? Some people are behaving like they don't like their blessing. But meanwhile, they like their blessing. One of the greatest blessings you can have is peace in marriage. Amen. So receive the blessing. Oh. Receive it. Hallelujah. Now I'm saying that the other benefit is from John Joshua 1 verse 8. And he's saying it's teaching us something that he's saying that this book of the Lord shall not depart, but we should meditate. What does it mean to meditate on God's word? To meditate on God's word means to think on it. The Bible to meditate on God's word means to ponder on it. To meditate on God's word, literally, the meaning of the word meditate also means to matter. You know what it means to matter? To speak undertone, to matter. So, speak undertone the word of God. When you are in the car, you are in the bus going to work, you are in a trotro, you are in an Uber going to work, be speaking undertone the word of God. I'm blessed by God's word. God says that I'm the head and not the tail. God says I'm the first and not the last. In the name of Jesus, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Quicken me, O God, according to thy word. Wash me, O Lord, by your word. Then you are muttering the word. You are muttering the word. You are muttering the word. That's one of the ways by which you meditate on the word. When 
as you meditate on it like that, you know what, what's going to happen to you? That scripture will be fulfilled that you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Listen, these things I'm telling you are not fables. They are true. They are yea and they are amen. Amen. So number one, meditate on God's word by mattering it. And then also meditate on God's word by thinking on it so that it fills your heart. Amen. It fills your heart and mind. Do you know that you can think about something so much that the thing will fill your heart and your mind? There are some people, there are some gentlemen there, and some ladies, they are all some ladies, they are always thinking about a certain guy. So that the guy has filled their heart and their mind. They have a crush on the guy. Sometimes they can lie in bed for two hours, they are not asleep, they are thinking about the guy. As a parent, have you been there like before? As a person, have you been there before? As a person, have you done something before? <laughs> Two hours thinking about the guy. Your roommates think you are asleep, but you are not asleep. You are thinking about the guy. Ajinjin. Hey! That same Ajinjin, rather use it for the word of God. Let the word of God, think on the word of God so much that the word of God fills your heart and your mind. When the word of God fills your heart and your mind like that, do you know what will happen? You are making your way prosperous. You don't make your way prosperous by thinking about a guy. Neither do you make your way prosperous by thinking about a lady. You make your way prosperous by thinking on the word of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And then it says that would meditate upon it day and night. So you make your way prosperous by meditating on God's word day and night. So in the morning, meditate on the word of God. In the night, meditate on the word of God. Amen. Is somebody ready to meditate on God's word? Is someone ready to read the word of God, to read the holy scriptures? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Another thing you can do to derive the benefits from the word of God. Let's turn about to 2 Timothy 2 verse 15. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15. It says that steady to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of God. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Steady to show yourself approved unto God a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. What is this scripture teaching us? It's teaching us that we must realize that we need to study God's word. As a parent, have you studied God, God's word before? When you go to school, how do you study God's word? Sorry, when you go to school, how do you study your books? Let me show you how you study your books. You study your books by, number one, sitting on your table, sitting on your chair behind a desk, isn't it? Sometimes you can decide to read your textbook in bed, but you, all of us, when you are reading it in bed, you fall asleep. And do you realize that you are not able to concentrate? So if you really want to concentrate or to study, you sit down. On a, t- on a chair behind a table or behind a desk, isn't it? Then what you do again, you take your textbook. Then after taking your textbook, you also take a jotter or a notebook and a pen. Isn't it? And then as you are reading the textbook, you are also writing or paraphrasing how you understand what you are reading. Have you done that before? That is the sign of a good student. 
that's a sign that you are actually studying not just reading some people do reading but you have to study and so in studying you have to sit down you have to take your pen and your book and you make your own notes out of what you are learning can i tell you something my brother my sister that's the same thing you must do to the word of god you must put your your buttocks on the table on the chair sit behind the desk take your bible take a notebook and take your pen and as you are reading the word of god what you are understanding from god's word you are writing it in your notebook that is how you study god's word sometimes the the scriptures you write out the scriptures that's how you study god's word when you study god's word like that he says i would study to show thyself approved unto god a workman that what needed not to what to be ashamed so what it means that those who don't study god's word will be ashamed let me take that again those who don't study god's word they will be ashamed what does it mean that they'll be ashamed they'll be ashamed in the sense that things will not be working out for them so that's why you can see that there are some people who have been christians for a long time but things are not working out for them they are not growing because they have not been studying god's word maybe they have been reading god's word but they are not studying god's word but there's something that comes when you there's a blessing that comes when you study god's word amen and one of the blessings that you will not be ashamed and it says that rightly dividing the word of truth that's another blessing when you study god's word you are able to interpret the bible understand the bible so that you not be sweet give the lord a clap of friend oh somebody give the lord a mighty clap of friend and the third point i want to give you or the fourth point is believe god's word believe what god has said to you when you are reading the scriptures believe it don't think that the scriptures is, a, is an old book believe it when you're reading the word of god believe that god is speaking to you hallelujah and as you believe you have that kind of faith and belief you see it working in your life in jesus name amen and then the other point i want to give you is that act on the word of god act on the word of god we saw how peter decided to act upon the word of god do you know that when jesus spoke that when jesus spoke like i said when jesus spoke the word of god guarded all the fish towards peter's peter's boat but do you know that if peter had not been obedient to let down his net for a catch even though the fish had all gathered around peter's boat peter would have still died of hunger and starvation because he was not he was not obedient but because he was obedient he was able to catch all the fish may you receive the grace to be obedient receive the grace to obey god's word and as you obey god's word i see miracles happening in your life i see testimonies taking place in your life I see God doing amazing things in your life. Hallelujah. The last one I want to give you is that speak God's word. Speak God's word. Speak God's word. The centurion, when the centurion came to Jesus, centurion told Jesus that he's a man also of authority. And he says to this person, go and he goes, come and he comes. And he told Jesus that speak the word. And I believe my servant will be healed. Now, brothers and sisters, is teaching us that we need to learn to speak God's word. Speak God's word over that situation. When you speak God's word over that situation, it shall come to pass. Amen. It shall what come to pass. Turn to the person, to the, person the word of God shall come to pass in my life. In Jesus' name. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering.
So today we've learned about the word of God. We've learned about uh, the, that the word of God is the powerful word of God. We've learned that we need to... Um, sorry, let me... We, we've learned that the word of God brings healing because he said he sent his word to heal us and to deliver us from the door of death. So the word of God brings healing and deliverance. We've also seen how the word of God is able to bring prosperity into our lives. Amen. And we've learned that in order for the word of God to work for us, Number one, we must read the word of God. Number two, we must listen to God's word. Then also, we must obey God's word. We must meditate on God's word. We must study God's word. Amen. Is anybody ready to study God's word? To meditate upon God's word? I want us to be on our feet right now. Just be on your feet. As you are on your feet, I want you to lift up your right hand. Say after me, say, Father, say, my Lord and my God, grant me a desire, grant me a strong appetite for your word in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray right now. Pray for a strong appetite for the word of God. Pray for a strong appetite for the word of God. Pray for a strong appetite for the word of God. in Jesus name we want to take our second prayer point oh Jesus and we are praying for the grace to study God's word to meditate upon his word in Jesus name lift up your right hand say after me say my father my father, my father my say my father. lord and my god my lord and my grant god. me the grace to study your word to read your word to meditate on your word to act upon your word to obey your word in the name of Jesus lift up your voice and pray right now pray for the grace to study God's word pray for the grace to meditate on God's word to act upon God's word in Jesus' name have we prayed. I soak each of you in the blood of Jesus. Amen. I declare that you are delivered from evil and harm and danger. Amen. Every evil arrow fired against you right now, I declare you free in Jesus' name. Amen. I declare you free from it in the name of Jesus. Amen. I declare you healed in Jesus' name. Amen. You are healed in the name of Jesus. You are healed in the name of Jesus. You are healed in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name have we prayed. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of as you take your seats. Hallelujah. 
God bless you so much for connecting to today's service. I believe that you've been tremendously blessed. Amen. God bless you for listening to the message. We believe you were blessed. Kindly subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages from Pastor Philip. Shalom.